0: Hey, horror fans, this is Ace Marrero, and you are listening to Gruesome Herzog. Dig it! I'm Jessica Funneborn, and I'm listening to Gruesome Herzog. This is Yvette Corbea, and most of you know me as Marla from Run Bitch Run. She's a really evil, crazy bitch. And you guys are listening to Gruesome Herzog.
1: Hi, this is David Z. Stamp, and you're listening to Gruesome Herzog. Hey, this is Bill Oberst, Jr. I play Dale in the film Dismal, and as Dale would say... Let me tell you something. You're listening to Gruesome Herzog. You got Dale's word on that. Hey, this is James Cotton. I'm a director, writer, producer. You're listening to Gruesome Herzog. Jack Harrison, action actor and stunt coordinator on three stunt teams. I played the character idiot in the movie Dismal. And you're listening to Gruesome Herzog. Everyone, this is Gruesome Herzog. My very special guest today is a talented actress, Denise Gossett. How are you doing, Denise?
0: Oh, I'm doing good. How are you?
1: Great. Thanks for coming on today.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: No problem. I was going to start with. Uh, well, actually, we could do this here. Uh, you were on a TV series in '91. Am I oh yes,
0: I was. <laughs> yeah.
1: And if you want to, I mean. Guys my age, girls my age, grew up that time. Remember this. So go ahead and surprise the listeners exactly what we're talking about.
0: Okay. Uh, I was on the TV show Superboy. I played Lex Luthor's sister.
1: That is awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it was really awesome. <laughs> <laughs> 1991.
1: Let's see. I would have been 13 years old. Oh Jesus, <laughs> that's a long time ago.
0: <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> oh
1: wow! Yeah, when I saw that, I said, "Holy cow!" I remember that too. That was. Do you really? Yeah, that was when TV was good. I think
0: it was a good show. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I just don't understand why it's not playing somewhere right now because it's it was syndicated and uh-huh. and it was really quite cute.
1: Three years long, right? Eighty-eight to ninety-one, right? Yeah. Yeah. See. Wow. 88, I was 20. Gee, that's a long time ago. I better shut up because I'm feeling old. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, Raxi, um, I'm going to talk about, I guess it's one of your, this is the one of your first horror films, right? Correct? 2001, Chain of Souls?
0: Yes, yes.
1: And what was your experience as far as being in your first horror flick? Uh,
0: it was very, very cool. I had a blast with everyone. Um, I, I was uh, the lead. So there was a lot of shooting, but I never died or anything like that. So I didn't have to deal with any blood. But uh, it was so much fun.
1: I bet. Now I want to ask you a quick question. You're probably one of the first one of the first people that I interviewed that actually was a lead. You were oh, really? The, yeah. I mean, were you a lead right away in the in the, in the horror? You know, in 2001. Yeah. That's amazing.
0: <laughs> I know.
1: Must be talented.
0: Oh, uh, okay.
1: should, should I start balling now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I've yet to see that movie yet. Um, I actually, I never heard of it until I read about it. You know, when I get preparing for the interview, but I might just check that one out. The next one—it's uh, a catchy title: 2006, Fright Club.
0: Oh yes, that's. Um, it was kind of a, a series of shorts that were strung together. Okay. And in the the wraparound feature of the shorts, that's the piece I'm in. So I'm kind of all throughout it, but I'm in the wraparound.
1: All right. So that's yeah. Basically, yeah. And that you know, I, I didn't even hear that one either. I mean, it, there's so many of them. No offense. There's a lot of stuff out yeah. there that it's hard yes. to keep track until you stumble across it.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: But uh, yeah, neato. the next yeah. the next one is um sci-fi. Um, actually, again, I didn't see this one. It's on my list now. Um, it's Decaying Orbit.
0: Yes. It's, it's awesome, really. I, I love this movie. We It's a feature. I have a lead. We shot it in one week. No lie. An entire feature in one week. No kidding. And It was funny. We showed up on set the first day. And we're thinking, okay, we'll do some scenes. And we had memorized our scenes. Right. Well, then he says... Uh, well, the reason I hired you guys is because you have so much theater background. I wanted people who can memorize their lines in big chunks at a time. So he wanted to shoot 20 scenes in a row. So we're all on a spaceship. So he wanted to shoot 20 pages on just me, then flip the camera, and do the, the same 20 pages on the next person, and so on and so forth. And we just keep going. Wow! And so we, yeah. So the the actors the first day were kind of like, "Oh crap!" and we're stumbling around a little bit. But the next day we knew what he wanted, so we had the lines down. We just popped this feature out so quick, wow. and then it took him a while to do all the CGI and stuff and the green screen. But it's, yeah, I think it's a pretty good film.
1: Well, uh, people who uh, cr- the, the critics give this thing a seven, so apparently it must be. Uh
0: yeah, it's pretty good for the low budget and, you know, what we had to work with. He does, um, the director did a lot of special effects for his day job, so those are incredible.
1: Okay. So now that's Tim Pyle you're talking about, correct?
0: Yes, Tim was great.
1: Yeah, the, the thing about sci-fi, now I'm going to show my age again, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> my dad is a big sci-fi fan when I was growing up. You know, he has a big Star Trek and Star Wars So I grew up in a sci-fi family, you know, watching Star Trek. So, although I'm a die-hard horror fan, but In the Shadows, I'm a sci-fi fan as well. You know, it just kind of sticks with you. But, you know, sci-fi movies, think about this. Has there really been any good sci-fi movies? I mean, as far as big budget? No. I don't think there is. That's one thing that...
0: Star Wars and all that. Yeah,
1: that's a long time ago, yeah. Like Star yeah. Well the remake of the Star Trek which I never seen and I no offense and I won't watch it because I'm you know, I'm used to the uh Captain Kirk or Picard. You know, I don't go any, right. I don't go any farther than that, but that's interesting. Now you were also in a uh I gotta ask you this now. It's Uh-oh. a it, it's a weird title but I gotta ask you. It's it's a comedy I take. Sex Pot in
0: two thousand nine. Oh, that uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Eric Forsberg. Okay.
0: All right, what this one is, is it's is the teen comedy in 3D. Okay. It is, it is a, a very vulgar movie. My scenes are about as tame as they can come. I play uh, a mother. And my scenes are very tame. I when I accepted the role, I had no idea the rest of the movie was that vulgar. <laughs> <longer. laughs> so I get, you know, I get to send, I get the script, and I'm like, oh my god! And I, I was so offended. I asked them, were people dropping out once they got the script? And they said, yes.
1: Oh my goodness!
0: And I would have dropped out if my scenes hadn't been so tame. Right. And it, you know it's interesting <laughs> to work with 3D, it, and that was part of the reason I stayed in, is I really wanted to work with the 3D because mm-hmm. that was unreal. It took 45 minutes to calibrate the cameras between each scene. Oh wow! Oh my gosh! It took forever. So how? It was very, very interesting to see how they did it.
1: So how did them kids handle that?
0: Uh, they were fine.
1: Yeah. Waiting yeah. around, waiting around that long.
0: Yeah, I'm sure they get a little annoyed, but. <laughs> they they were fine <laughs>
1: eric Eric forsberg is a very unique director producer,
0: yes he is, <laughs> so
1: you know I've had some conversations with him in the past, and uh he's a neat guy, but uh that's funny you know, I just brought that up because of Eric Forsberg because he has a connection in the horror family. I was just wondering about that,
0: yeah, now he's a nice guy he um I met him actually years ago because of shriekfest he had a film in the festival,
1: okay, and I imagine I've probably seen that one.
0: Um, it was Lee uh, Le- yep. Todd. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yep. yep. You got it. The next one, I haven't even heard of this, but I am anxious to see this. It's called M, Two thousand. Oh,
0: M, yes. Um, M was a feature I shot last year, actually. Okay. And I'm not one of the leads. Uh, I When I met the directors, uh, they're really, really good guys, and I really wanted to work with them. And... Um, The film is kind of old-school horror. Good. So, yeah, so it goes back to that, and it's about, um, you know, a killer in a mask, that sort of old-school horror. Love it. And Derek and Shane Cole were awesome to work with, and um, the film's a a fun little low-budget feature.
1: And you played Marcy.
0: I did.
1: Wow. Interesting name for Denise, Marcy. (laughs) When I hear that name, I'm thinking of um, Bundy's, right? Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Are you That's
1: funny. <laughs> Are I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I'm a weirdo. We expect. <laughs> and, I, and that now the next movie uh, I mentioned to you earlier about a connection. When I say connection, um, I became good friends, uh, phone conversation wise, with Chris Stavisky.
0: Oh, Chris is great.
1: Yes, and I'm talking about the movie Carnies in 2010. The ironic thing is, I interviewed him a couple about two months ago. We had a fun time. A lot of Oh, stuff. really? Yeah, a lot of stuff we had to keep out because it got kind of <laughs> carried away. But, uh <laughs> 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 but he sent me two posters from Carnies.
0: Oh, yeah, they're cool, aren't they?
1: And I dug it out. I said, I wonder if, I wonder if Denise signed it. Nope, she didn't.
0: Oh, so well, don't... we had a signing at uh, Dark Delicacies, and I signed a bunch, but I think they were already all yeah. purchased.
1: Well, I I was just curious. I mean, you know what? I wonder if she she signed it. And obviously, I think like five of them did, like Jones and uh, Chris and I think uh, Reggie Bannister. But that movie, I have yet to see. I ordered it. I forgot all about it. I ordered it. It's coming my way. But I know it takes place in a circus. Uh Uh-huh. And I just want to ask you a few questions. Okay. Not one question. Um, can you tell the listeners exactly what it's You know, something about, about what it's about, not the whole storyline, obviously, because people didn't, people didn't see it. But explain um, to them what it's about.
0: I am the owner of a carnival. And the, the carnival, people start dying off, and we don't know why. And basically, that's the gist of the story. Okay. Um, we have sets that were in the TV show Carnival. We have authentic costumes from the 1920s and 30s we had uh, just amazing makeup and um, and amazing actors we had Doug Jones and Reggie Bannister
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: Lord Austin and it was it was just so much fun to make that film
1: and if I'm mistaken wasn't the casting director um, Yvette Correa am I getting my story right here
0: uh i never met any that uh um,
1: could be wrong but
0: that doesn't mean they didn't use a cast director I, I was offered the role so right. i don't really know who i don't ever remember hearing that name
1: i could be wrong i'll edit it out
0: <laughs> 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 i
1: inter- i interviewed her too and she's a fabulous young a fabulous lady but uh oh really yeah from uh she's in that movie run Bitch, run oh
0: um,
1: that's that. quite interesting to watch if you like the uh, Last house on the left. He might like the run, bitch, run, but uh, maybe not. But, anyways, Chris Davidsky, uh, you know, to uh, talk to him, um, he's smart as a whip. But yeah. the only downfall is he's a Cowboys fan. But uh, I'll, let, I'll, <laughs> let him sl- I'll let him, slide on that one. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, I just I've yet to see it. I'm kind of anxious. I, I watched the trailer, and uh, I got to be careful what I say because some some of the meat is in the trailer. I don't want to, you know, don't want to blow it away from anybody, but... Right. The next movie, before we get into your uh, Shriek Fest, is this is not a horror movie, but considering that Mel Gibson's been in, in in the news for the past quite a few years for, you know, his problems, but he was in a movie called, um, he, uh, well, excuse me, How I Spent My Summer Vacation in 2011. Yeah. No. Being that this it is a... This is a comedy, right? A comedy drama? No,
0: it's an action drama.
1: Oh. Interesting.
0: I know. The title makes it sound like a comedy.
1: Yeah, it does. That's what it.
0: I thought when I first heard the title. But no, it's it's a typical male action drama. Interesting. And it's going to be awesome.
1: And uh, do you know about when it's going to be out in the theaters? Or?
0: I think April. Wow. Yeah.
1: So we got to be careful what we say then.
0: We, um, we shot it... We shot it last End of May Early June They started I think in April And then They're, they're right now In post Doing effects and stuff um, But yeah. we shot it In Mexico City Ooh! And then they shot it They shot some of the other scenes In a real life prison In I forget what city it was But it's another city in Mexico uh, It was amazing It's going to be Really good
1: <laughs> A Mexican prison yeah. Now, if I wasn't scared the hell out of you, I won't, won't.
0: Exactly. And this was <laughs> um this was one that had l- literally just closed down. Oh, shit. So, like, the crew were telling me that people's belongings were still there. Oh. And it was very, very eerie to be there. I wish I had seen that set, actually, but I was not involved with those scenes, so I did not see it.
1: And you played a secretary, right? Mr. Kaufman's I, secretary?
0: I play a secretary, and I have... Uh, four scenes with Mel. I am not his secretary, though. Bobby Guttens. Yeah, and <laughs> it's kind of crazy because it sounds like a small little role, but I had to deal with explosions. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, the explosion happens, and I'll, I can't even go into what right, happens because right. I'll give it away, but its it was an awesome experience. And Mel uh, wasn't the director, but he was kind of, you know, Looking over the shoulder of his buddy, who was the director, right, Adrian Grunberg, and um, he would add different things to my scenes, and it ended up being really, really funny.
1: That's interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna check, I'm gonna keep my eye on that because you know I like um, some action movies too. It, it all depends on you know on that on the uh, storyline of it, but uh, I might check that one out myself. But yeah,
0: it, I think it's gonna be more back to you know Mel's typical action where you're just riveted and enjoying every moment of it
1: now I've noticed that you spent a couple uh, episodes on television too oh yeah yeah um there's one that caught my eye because I I recognize it uh or was it um god I'm so an idiot I'll cut this out too (laughs) that's what's nice nice about pre-recording I can fix it up yep uh Mr. Miss Vampy
0: oh that was that's an interview show um with uh, my good friend Brooke Lewis, her aka is Miss Vampy. Right. And so she did kind of like a an interview of me and uh, Michelle Tomlinson, and we just kind of chatted and had oh. drinks and had a good old time. So Mich- that's what that was.
1: Michelle Tomlinson. Mm-hmm. Denise Gossett and Tomlinson together. <laughs>
0: Yep. no, it was
1: rocking. <laughs> look out the world, look out.
0: <laughs> uh, yep.
1: Anyways, now, I, I've been ta- I talked to Matt Chasen about six months ago, my first... Oh,
0: yeah, Matt's
1: great. My very first phone conversation, and the first thing that we talked about is uh, um, Denise Gossett, you know. Um, shriek <laughs> oh, really? Fi- the Shriek Fest, because um, <laughs> I was talking to him about, I live in Pennsylvania, so I live in Lancaster, so I'm in the Amish country, I'm like 60 miles from Philly's but there isn't many horror festivals up, I mean, horror fest up this way. And oh, I'm sure. First thing he said was, well, there's one up in Erie. And I said, yeah, that's four and a half hours, five hours away. And that's how you came into conversation with Shriekfest. That's probably the closest one to me at the time. Oh, wow. Um, in case the listeners don't know, do you want to explain about Shriekfest?
0: Yeah, sure. Shriekfest is a horror and sci-fi film festival that I started 11 years ago. And we cater to independent Horror and sci-fi filmmakers and screenwriters, um, and a lot of success stories come out of it. We we love our filmmakers and our screenwriters and our fans, and it's just it's. I, I like to call it a celebration of horror, independent yeah. horror and sci-fi, because yeah. that's what it is.
1: Well, th- like I said, I I went to horror find and that was in Gettysburg over Labor Day weekend. That was my very first time ever going to one of them. Believe it or not, I never even heard of it. You know, any of that kind of stuff only because, you know, when I got involved in this podcasting and doing reviews and stuff, of course then I finally found out about horror conventions and stuff. So I went to Horrifying in September and I met some uh interesting celebrities, I must say. <laughs> um, <laughs> I met uh D Wallace Nice oh, thing. yeah. I met Adrian Barboa. Oh, um, wow. Bill Mosley. Oh, yeah. Bill. Well,
0: he,
1: he's one of my icon idols in, in the horror genre world. And, of course, I met the other one, Ken Ferre from Dawn of the Dead.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And you know what? I met Dick Miller. Oh, really? Yes, he was there, and he looked very, very pale. I'm oh, really? A, I'm a little concerned. But he was a. It was neat to see him only because my generation we grew up in the 80s, and you always seen Dick Miller in at least one movie Explorers, you know, Chopping oh, them all, right. you know, and stuff I grew up on that I'm kind of, I'm attached to 80s horror, 80s movies, period so, you know, I'm, I'm an 80s 80s kid, and then yeah. William Forsyth
0: oh yeah,
1: let me tell you wow, if, if you don't mind I'm a, I can tell you a quick story about William Forsyth yeah, I don't please have, I took my, my uh, we lost our mother-in-law a little over a year ago in December, December 7th. It was a rough time before Christmas and all that. Mm. So, I said, you know what, I'm going to take him with me to Horror find. You know, get him out of the house, You know, try and get his mind off a few things and stuff. So, we go in there. <laughs> he walks up to William Forsyth's table. This, <coughs> is, this is what he says to him. <laughs> Why'd you kill them girls for?
0: Oh! <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? Would be like, well,
1: what? William looked at him and went, they deserved it. Uh, he goes, Oh, did he really? He goes, What do you mean? He pointed at the Devil's Reject picture. He goes, Oh, those bitches deserved it.
0: <gasps>
1: <laughs> oh, my uh, God. And, and those two were going at it back and forth. Okay, I'm going to go to Bill, Bo- Bill Mosley. Have fun, gentlemen. And William oh laughs and goes, See ya, Scott. <laughs> Come on back that, later on. <laughs> that is funny. Oh, uh, it was great. And then, Di- and then Diamond Dallas Page was beside him. Oh wow! And uh, Dallas was just chuckling away, but that was a neat experience for me. You know, I've gone to something like that there, but uh, yeah. That's, if you don't mind, I d- hope you don't mind. I just want to tell you my quick story about that. But it was no, fun. please. It was so funny to see those Great. two go at it back and forth. I that bet.
0: <laughs> my goodness. Because
1: <laughs> uh, they're close. They're close to the same age. You know, in, in the late fifties and sixties. But uh, <laughs> that, was a, that was a cool experience. But yeah. So Shriek Fest. Now, do you have a schedule yet? this year? no, uh, no we're yet?
0: right call for entries is just about to open so we'll get all the submissions in and then I have uh, tons of judges and they will narrow it down and we will pick and come September we will have our schedule up and know exactly what we're showing and okay, yeah
1: well do me a big favor if you get the schedule email it to me and I'll post it on your interview you in case people it. want to check out the sh- shriek fest
0: Okay, perfect.
1: All right. Well, I want to take, say thank you for taking your time out for my podcast. Oh, thank
0: um, you, Chad. This has been wonderful.
1: I'm hoping you don't didn't mind my style of interviewing, but I'm a little different than most people. but I try no, to I have, love it. I try to have fun with my, you know, I don't, you know, it's just sometimes you have to take it like a grain of salt and have a little fun with it because it can get very sour and boring quick if you don't do <laughs> it right. <laughs> well, this
0: was fun. It felt like we were just chatting.
1: Yeah, that's that's basically a lot of people say that they they like to listen to him because it's you know uh, I somebody told me sent me an email one time and they said you know what Scott I said what he says <clears throat> you're the Rush Limbaugh of horror fam- of horror genre <laughs> <laughs> really
0: <laughs> oh that's funny
1: <laughs> but if you listen to some of my interviews you're you're in a roll because uh, uh, Dan Ellis is an actor I don't know if you heard of him or not he's in Canada um, I interviewed him for the movie Gutterballs and stuff like that there. Well, uh-huh. then it, and then Rob Carpenter is also a Canadian. He's a buddy of his. He's a producer, actor. So what I did is I interviewed Dan. Then I interviewed Rob. So when I was interviewing Rob, I was calling Dan names. <laughs> <laughs> so then Rob would start calling Dan names, carrying on. And then I went to Nathan Dashwood. And then when I interviewed him, I pounced on both of them. And then oh. so did Nathan. And I want to tell you something. That's why they called me the Rush Limbaugh of horror. I want to tell you something. That mm-hmm. those interviews blew up so bad. I mean, I must have had a t- amazing how many listeners and downloads I had for just for, from just from doing that little thing. People really? said, "Oh wow, I like his style." You don't. That's you know. awesome. But I, I figured out that if you if you add some humor and some mistakes in your interviews. <laughs> a, lot like. more, a lot more people say, man, he's more human.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. That's funny.
1: But I never, I never interviewed a single soul until four months ago. My very first wow. Favorite, very well, first you're favorite. doing great. Well, thank you. But, uh, I went back and uh, listened to my first interview, and I said, oh, my God. You know, it's funny. I'm sure you do it, too. When you watch your first performance in a movie, Oh go, yeah, oh, man. God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I hope they, like, hide them somewhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, the funny part about it is my very first interview was with uh, uh, actor, stunt coordinator, Jack Harrison. I interviewed him for the movie Dismal by Fear Makers, made that one. And uh, I was talking to him over the weekend. And uh, what happened was is... Uh, for some reason, the interview disappeared, so I had to rough cut. So what I did is I added some more audio to it, and I said, Jack, oh check wow. it out. Check it out. So it's, it's funny. You know what? That thing is still getting getting played today after six months.
0: Oh, my God. It's
1: my number one listening interview, uh, interview this week.
0: Now, are they all at gruesomehertsuckinterviews.com?
1: Yes, I have it at... at um, Actually, I can give the address to the people in case they don't know it. It's www.gruesomeherzog.pod. Oh, excuse me, back that up. www.gruesomeherzog.podomatic.com.
0: Hi. They can go
1: there, and then they, you can take the link and put it on your website or whatever you want to do with it. I also have it on a blogger, too. It's give Herzo- me, it's Scott Interviews at blogspot.com. I have two options for people that way because some people don't want to go through all that hassle of going to a podcast site to listen to it. So they can go right to the blogger, Google blogger, blog spot, right, and they listen right. to it right there. But yeah, they what,
0: well, I'm going to spread the word. You're going to get all kinds of listeners.
1: <laughs> That's cool. But but what was, what was so funny about that. I really, I really appreciate what you said there. I'm not being rude enough. I'm just trying to you know how I am. See yeah. but I I wait till everybody gets their gets their reviews out because and then I'll do mine, you know, but uh it's you know it's, it's it's a fun it's a fun thing to do. It just it can be time consuming. You know, I must I get like 60, 70 emails a day sometimes that, oh, get me out of here.
0: Oh, wow. So you do mostly only reviews of big studio stuff, nothing...
1: No, uh, no, no I, I do mostly um, low-budget and independent. Oh. That's what I am. I Basically, I started this podcast to promote independent horror and low-budget horror. That's my whole goal. Just by dumb luck, Friday the 13th was there, and people like Friday the 13th, so they're always asking me, well, how come you never reviewed Friday the 13th yet? That's why I do it. Oh, okay.
0: But mostly, Makes but
1: sense. I love. You're gonna think I'm crazy, but I love low budget horror. I don't care if the blood looks like deep, deep red uh, strawberry milk or whatever. <laughs> you know, what I, mean? I, I see. I respect. I respect the person, the director, the uh, the actors, to do what they have to do of what they have to spend to make the movie. You know, it, it, it takes re- it takes hard work, and I respect them. You know, I go into this tantrum. I'm well go on it with you too. I've been checking out some of these websites and some of these podcasts and stuff. And what what irks, but pisses me off, excuse my language, is you got these idiot morons that will say, "Oh, that movie's a zero. It was junk." You know, you have your opinion, but giving a movie is zero, if they would actually realize how much it costs to even make a you know uh, you know money, it, it takes exactly. money. And you have to understand, if you only have $30,000 to make a movie or $3,000 to make a movie, you get what you can get. It's not going to be perfect.
0: Right, exactly. You know, and, and, you know, people always say, well, you must get a lot of bad movies submitted. Well, no, we get a lot of first-timers, mm-hmm. and I bow down to them because they did it.
1: Right, exactly you know, right. they
0: actually took the time and put their, 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 you know, self out on the line and did it.
1: Right. It takes courage. All
0: people who just complain and complain and complain, they're not doing it.
1: Yep. Yep. You know, for, what also gets me is, I'm sorry if, I, if you don't mind me talking about this, but... Oh, yeah. I get an email the other day, and they said, you know that movie that you told me about? I said, yeah. I wrote back, I said, yeah. He goes, it sucked. The blood oh. was fake. I said, dude. Oh, gee. I said, dude, t- tell you what. Tell you what, I'll call the director, because I actually do talk to the director. <laughs> I said, on his next movie, what we are going to do is where I'm going to call you I'm going to take you down to the set I'm going <coughs> to let them stab you a couple times drain your blood and we'll use your blood for the next movie <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that
1: is funny and then oh that gunshot was fake I said well, then again hey th- th- let's just do it all one time we'll shoot you you got your real gunshot scene and then we can u- we can use your blood you know, <laughs> I'm being facetious, but you know, I I, I might sound like I'm getting very uh, aggressive about this conversation, but I mm-hmm. like I said before, I totally respect anybody who makes attempt to make a movie. You know, yeah, exactly. You understand that because you're an actress, you've been through right. that. So actually, it's kind of it's kind of you're probably the best example, a best person to actually would even create a sh- uh, a Shriek Fest or a horror horror festival because you already know what it's like. You know, and you would understand the filmmaker before anybody else would.
0: Right, and, right, exactly. And bless you. Well, it, and you know, I, that, since we're talking about this, maybe, um, I don't know if you'd be interested, but once all the films are picked for the festival, mm-hmm. maybe you might want to interview some of these people. Sure. Or review their films.
1: Yeah, yeah. All awesome. They got, all they got to do is, if, if they can g- get it to me, or somehow... Or watch it online, or however they do it. I'd be more than glad <laughs> to review them. Oh, yeah.
0: Perfect. Well, see All right, then I will write that down to contact you as we get closer to the festival.
1: Yeah, well, actually, if you want to, go on my interview site. Um, I interviewed mm-hmm. a, uh, two guys, um, um, Zach Eglinton and Brandon Walls. They're actually starting to shoot this this week. Oh, cool. It's the Poisoning. It's their very first attempt at a movie. And I interviewed them while they had it on one of those sites where they take donations to, to uh-huh. help Help fund it. So oh, I, yeah, yeah. I interviewed them to help them raise the money to get the movie, and they met met what they needed. Oh, and now, and that's now they're, awesome. And now they're filming. See, like I said before, you know, I, I I'm an I'm no genius, but apparently I'm doing things now that a lot of people hasn't hasn't tempted to do, and now the copycats are coming. But you know what I say yep. to that? If I yep. wasn't if I wasn't doing it right, they wouldn't be copying me.
0: That's right, how, exactly. That's how I look
1: at that. But some yep. stuff, some stuff I'll cut out because I might I might cause a riff. But <laughs> 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 but yeah, I'm a die hard horror fan, like I said before, and I really appreciate your time coming on here. And uh, I met a lot of interesting people by doing this. You know, I, met, oh, I
0: bet I, I bet it's so much fun.
1: It is, and I actually made a lot of good friends that I talk on a regular basis, and I, I would never even thought of that seven months ago. You know, that a lot of them are a lot of them become personal. Um, up-and-comers that's interested in, in uh, uh, reviewing some movies for them and get, get them a review out and do some do some interviews, I'm game.
0: They would love it. Thank you so much.
1: No problem. You take care of yourself. And, okay, uh, you t- hey, if you see mad, give him a slap for me, will
0: you? <laughs> okay. <hello. laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright, take care.
0: Alright, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello, this is Natalie Sheets. I play Jenna in the film Madison County, and you're listening to Gruesome Heart Songs. Hey, horror
1: fans. This is Ace Marrero, and you are listening to Gruesome Herzog.
0: Dig it. I'm Jessica Funneborn, and I'm listening to
1: Gruesome Herzog.
0: This is Yvette Corbea, and most of you know me as Marla from Run, Bitch, Run. She's a really evil, crazy bitch. And you guys are listening to Gruesome Herzog. Hi, this is David
1: Z. Stamp, and you're listening to Gruesome Herzog. Hey, this is Bill Oberst, Jr. I play Dale in the film Bismal, and as Dale would say... Let me tell you something. You're listening to Gruesome Herzog. You got Dale's word on that. Hey, this is James Cotton. I'm a director, writer, producer. You're listening to Gruesome Herzog. Jack Harrison, action actor and stunt coordinator on three stunt teams. I played the character idiot in the movie Dismal. And you're listening to Gruesome Herzog.